Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Let me hurry quickly. I know I'm looking at the time. Let's go to Exodus chapter 1. Good to have everybody in the house of the Lord today. Thank you for being here. And I do miss those that are working and sick today out, but we're praying for them. We're glad you're here and glad the Lord's in the room. He's here right now. Amen. The word of the Lord said, and he, he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel, they're more and mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply. And it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join, they will join also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. They built for Pharaoh treasure cities of Phanom and Ramses. But the more that they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they grieved, they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage and mortar and brick and in all matter of service in the field. And all their service wherein they made them serve with, was with rigor. Now I want you to listen to this this morning. Here's my title. God's predestination. God's predestination. Father, we love you today. Thank you, God, for all the saints and the friends that are here together, together to worship you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your mighty word. We ask, God, for your favor upon this house and favor upon my mind and spirit today to feed these wonderful people. God, uh, give them faith, direction, encouragement today. God, I pray that your spirit will fall and open eyes will give revelation. Jesus, in your awesome name, I pray. God, we love you, and we praise you for who you are and for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, everybody shout amen. amen. Can you give him one more praise quickly in the name of Jesus? God bless you. you can be seated. If you are a born-again child of God, you must realize what you have and what you can do. A lot of souls are lost in the struggle with their human will to live the will of God through their life. They're in a struggle and a fight right now. You see, to live the very will of God, God has predestined that you have the plan of salvation. He predestined it before the worlds were created. He predestined that you had the plan of salvation in 1 Timothy 2. And verse 4 tells me and you this. God tells us that, that he predestined it. You see, predestination means, do you have 1 Timothy 2 and 4? 
That's fine. Predestination means to disdain to a point before the foreordained or predetermined. He predetermined before the worlds were formed the plan of salvation. God had made the plan before the worlds were formed to give mankind a salvation. You understand how smart our God was. Before the worlds were even formed, he predestined this plan to outsmart the devil. He predestined the plan to give me and you a plan to even get out of what me and you were in. He has sent salvation and it is the way back to God. It is God's will that those that hear and heed to the call of the Spirit that you're saved. You see, all of those that live for God shall overcome the world. He has predestined what your reward will be if you overcome. You see, saint of God, he pre-ordered, he foreordained, he foreordained, he foreordained your reward of those that will overcome this world. I don't know where you get it that you want to give up because of some conflict with your children or some conflict in life spiritually or some conflict in your physical life. I just wells to give up. But you understand that we had a God that's so smart and so wise before that we were even created. He foreordained our reward that we would receive if we would overcome this world. Revelation 21 and 4 and 5 tells me and you something this morning. Gives us hope of a future and a future reward. Revelation 21, 4 and 5. I'm waiting. And God, somebody shouting God. He predestined this for me and you. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death nor sorrow, nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat up on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true, and they're faithful. I got news for you. Before you was even created, before you were formed in your mother's womb, before the worlds were even formed, a God that was so wise said, I'm going to put a plan together that if they will overcome the world, no matter what hell does to them, no matter what obstacles and challenges to them, I'm going to forgive them a reward that if they overcome, they shall inherit my word. I don't know about you. Is anybody looking for a day? There ain't no more crying. Ain't no more sorrow. There's no more death. There's no more devil. There's no more struggle. I'm looking for that day. You hear me now? You listen to me. That's our reward. Looking at the reward. I don't know about you, but it gives me strength to hold on and to overcome the very lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and the will of my own flesh. It gives me a desire. It gives me something to look forward to. If I can defeat this enemy, I can receive this reward. 
Revelation 3 and 5 tells us another promise. He that overcometh, he that overcometh, the same shall be clothed with white raiment. And I, I will not blot. I'm not going to blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. God said, if you overcome, I'm going to promise you, you're going to have a name in the book of life. It may not excite you. You may be chilled out and think you got an easy road into the gates of heaven. But I got news for you. It's a battle between here and there. It's a war between here and there. And that devil can cause you and I to slip up. But every time I look at his word, he predestined this reward. He said, nothing shall keep you from this. If you overcome, if you overcome the world, I'm going to give you a white raiment. And I'm not going to take out your name out of the book of life. Aren't you glad today? Hey, if I hang on, hey, if I stay faithful, if I stay true, he's going to reward me. Can I tell you something? You're not fighting a lost cause. I said, you're not fighting the lost cause. All the worship I give him, all the praise I give him, all of my prayer, it's not a lost cause. Be not weary in well-doing because in due season, my God, you shall reap. If you faint not, somebody shout, don't give up. Say, don't quit. You got a reward coming. Woo. I said, you got a reward coming. You got a reward coming. You need to get rid of this attitude you get. Bless God, I'm the only one going through something. You done lost your mind. You done lost your brain. Every one of us as humans are being tried to give up our faith. To be clothed in white means to be set apart for God and made pure. God promises future honor. He promises you if you'll overcome, I'm going to honor you one day. And I'm going to promise you eternal life. All of you that really don't know what that means, I'm going to give you a quick class on eternal life. Because some of you don't even have a clue what it is. You understand eternal life don't start to after the, white, the great white throne judgment. Eternal life don't start to after the great white throne judgment. That's the last event that will ever take place. That's when those small and great are called out of the sea, small and great, out of the grave in the sea, be called before the Lord that's not saved. He's going to call them before the great white throne, and they're going to stand in the line, and one by one, he's going to call them up to the judgment seat. He's going to open this book, 66 book called the Bible and he's going to look at you individually and explain to you why you're going to be cast into the lake of fire which burns forever and ever. The Bible said it's going to be so hard that he has to tell the angels to bind them hand and feet and throw them in there because you're going to fight and resist not to be thrown in. But he's going to explain to you why you're going to be cast in there. Then, after the last person is judged, then eternal life will begin with him forever 
and ever and ever and ever See, you don't get excited about it. But every time hell comes against me, I get fired up because I remember there's a reward for me if I overcome. There's a reward for me if I stay faithful, if I stay true, if I fight on, if I fall, I get back up. If I get knocked down, I get back up. Come on, there's a reward. You ought to go crazy over that reward. I'm going to get to live for him whatever. God orders the steps of a good man. Did you hear me? God has predestined man to be in places in life. God set up and ordered it to be there. Yet they, sometimes men, are the ones who steps out of God's order. Steps out of God's order. Jonah stepped out of God's order. I'm not going to where you're telling me to. I'm going the other way, 15 miles, 1,500 miles the other way. He want to go the opposite way. I'm going to do I don't care what you say, you old gray-headed preacher. I don't care what you say. I'm going to steps out of God's order. And he suffered for it. You listen to me right now. Adam and Eve stepped out of God's order and put themselves outside of the garden. Do you understand this right now? That if Adam and Eve had lived like God told them, we, he would be still living in the garden. I hear this all the time. When I get to heaven, I'm going to slap Adam and Eve. I don't care where they're at. I ain't got time to chase somebody down. I'm going to rebuke them. Bless God. I'm going to be before the throne of God, worshiping him and thanking him that I made it and that I overcame. I don't know about you, but when my foot steps in it, my God, behind those pearly gates, you're talking about some shouting. You're talking about some worship. You're talking about some praising. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. I know a lot of churches say, we don't get excited like y'all do. I'm sorry. I guess you're going to wait till you get to heaven because when we get to heaven, there's going to be a lot of praising going on. Woo! Can you imagine standing before the king of kings who stands up? You see the scars in his hands and feet. My God, we made it. We overcome. We endured. Woo! My God. My Lord, I feel like a little church this morning. God never ordered. You understand, God never ordered it, and they never would see the will of God. They see the, they begin to see the will of flesh. If God predestined it, you will receive what he predestined if you follow him. In Exodus 1, let me get here. Exodus 1, the Pharaoh that took over, did not even know Joseph and all that Joseph had done. But he noticed one thing. Somebody shout one thing. He noticed one thing about the people of Israel, Brother Eddie. He noticed this. That Israel was outnumbering the Egyptians. 
And they were stronger than the Egyptians. Now you listen to me, all you sad face, Holy Ghost filled people. The devil knows you're stronger than he is. He's got more sense than some of you're thinking. Sad face. He knows you're stronger. Brother he's scared to death of you. He knows when you get on your feet, uh-oh. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a foreclaimer on our door. There's a gentleman that stands up in our back. And if he whistles, it's just a sign that he's overcome. It's more than some of you. It's more than some of you look and act like, my God, when you get to heaven, is that how you're going to act? You got a God that predestined. If you will live for me, if you'll overcome, I'm going to wipe away all tears. I'm going to take away your sorrow. I'm going to take away your pain. And between here and there, there's going to be a healing service. Blind eyes, the lame shall walk, the deaf ears shall hear. Woo! The devil sees your strength and your ability. So he starts attacking you with adversities and temptation. Verse 6 says, Pharaoh said, Pharaoh, everybody say the devil. He said, we must make a plan to keep them from growing even more. The devil is working on you, trying to make you stop growing. I, 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 could, I could close the book and go home right there. I done told you your problem. The devil's trying to find a plan that will cause you to take your praise away, take your worship, take your faith, take your faithfulness. He, 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 he ha, 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 come on now. The Bible said the Pharaoh was trying to get a plan. We need to take, we need to take their strength away from them. We need to stop them from growing. Your enemy don't want you to grow. He wants you to stay right where you at. He'll attack you with fear, illusions, and temptations, trying to overcome you to stop you from growing. Somebody needs to get in the devil's face this morning and say, you're not overcoming. I'm coming out of this. God predestined me to be overcomer. I'm predestined to come out of this. You may fight me, but I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Somebody ought to shout it. I'm coming out. Get this. Pharaoh said, if war breaks out, they will join other enemies and fight against us. You know what? He don't want Brother Scott. He don't want me and you and Brother Josh and Brother Eddie to get together. He knows when we get together, we got some faith. He said, I, the devil says, I need to fight Brother Eddie so hard that he... Well, we'll not want to fight. 
He wants to put so much pressure on you through life, family, health, finances, your mind, everything he can. Why? He wants you to sit down and not fight. You know, the more I hear that, the more I get mad. If anything the devil don't like, that's what I want to do. If the devil don't like, no praise. If the devil don't like, no worship. If the devil don't like, no prayer. If the devil don't like, no favor. If he don't like it, I want to do more of it. I'm going to do more of it. Oh, I feel him. The enemy don't want you to overcome Egypt. When you overcome, you become a threat to him. When you're growing in praise, prayer, and worship, you're a threat to the adversary. All, all that hell and the devil is thrown at you is is for this reason. Pharaoh said, then they, if we don't overcome them and don't weaken them, this is what he said in verse 10, then they will escape our country. Not knock, knock, knock on you, on you saints. Are y'all awake? I, I, y'all laugh all you want. I just got to do it. I don't, I don't know what's happening to me. The devil's been on me. Quit giving that sorry joker glory. That's why I quit having testimony service. That devil's been on. I want to say, shut your mouth. Who's the devil not working on? You know what he's doing? He's trying to weaken your fight. Where you won't leave Egypt. He don't want you to escape habits, spirits. He don't want you to escape sin. Come on, church, where you at? He don't want you to escape procrastination, laziness. If we continue to allow this, come on. If we continue to allow them to grow, they will be able to leave our country. Now now I'm getting to the good stuff and getting to the good part in the pie. Israel was predestined to go into Egypt. Don't y'all wake up. They were predestined to go into Egypt. And to spend 400 years. God predestined them. You're, let me go there. Genesis 15, 13, 14. He predestined them to go in and to come out. Genesis. He said, Genesis 15, 13, 14. He predestined. Somebody shout, he predestined them. Ooh, sis, can you brighten that up? Ooh, my eyes. I'll read from here. Thank you. And he said unto Abraham, Know of a surety. My God, I'm about to run the pews. 
that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that's not your own. And shall serve them and they shall afflict them 400 years. Can I tell all of you precious saints something? God knows what you're going through. Quit treating him like some dead God that can't see and can't hear and can't feel. He knows what you're facing right now. Somebody ought to praise him right now. He knows where I'm at. He knows what I'm going through. You ready? You ready? You know, some of us get excited about this. Some of us just don't even move their, they don't even, their, their spoons fell out of their bowl. And all of that nation, just what God said, whom they shall serve. You ready? Are you ready? Will I judge? And afterward, my God, excuse me, visitors, I may run a little bit. And afterward, 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 shall they come out with great substance. Can I tell you something? You and dear, honey, you hang on, church. I know you may be suffering right now, but when you come out, but when you come out, you're going to come out greater than you was when you come in. That devil's not going to win. He's not going to win this battle. God's got a reward for us. Woo! Hang on, church. Hang on. Hang on. You're going to come out. It's predestined. We shall come out. It was all left up to Israel. What would happen to the promises predestined to them? It's left up to us, saint of God. What's happened? What happens to the predestination word? Hear me right now. I love it. Here we go. In Exodus 1, the Bible said they were appointed, they appointed brutal slave drivers over them, hoping to wear them down with crushing labor. What did Satan say to God when Job was suffering affliction? Where you been, boy? Where you been, you old booger man? Where you been? See, I like talking trash to the devil. You sorry snake. You belly, you, you dust-eating sorry joker. You loser. You was in heaven and got your hiney kicked out because you couldn't take it. But guess what? I'm going to take your place one day. take your place in praise. Brother Eddie, I want to go stand. Hey, God, what did Lucifer stand? He stood right there, son, and I'm going to stand right where he stood. I'm 
going to praise him like I ain't never praised him. I'm going to say, take that devil. Woo! They appointed him to crush you. That devil tries to overload us. Come on, life happens, does it not? Kids get stupid. The world gets stupid. Spirits come in and press on you. Come on now. It all happens because it's his desire to overload us so much that we give up faith. But come on, church. I, but God has predestined if you hang on, if you'll overcome, I promise you that you're going to come out with more than you did when you went in. I got to jump ahead a little bit. They forced them to build a uh, uh, phantom and the Ramses as supply uh, centers for the king. Yet they, the more, I love this right here, Jesus, the more they oppressed Israel, the more they grew. You know something? The more you're oppressed, it ain't to cause you to backslide or stay home more. It's to cause you to grow. I told the leadership this morning, teach the leadership. This is my prayer room right here. This is where I come every day, my prayer time. And this is where I pray right here, Brother Joel. I walk back and forth and I pray. You know, there's many times I've come here, Brother Roy, and I've went through life issues. I went through physical issues. I went through family issues. I went through deaths. I went through financial issues. And I, I mean, but just a few weeks ago, I come, and I stood, Brother Eddie, right here, and I started looking back and forth. I go, whoo, I remember that. Woo, I remember that. Oh, God, you were good to me when I went through that. Oh, God, you brought me out. Oh, you never left me. Oh, you never forsaken me. But every time I went through it, it was to cause me to grow. It wasn't to cause me to backslide, give up, stay home. It was to cause my wisdom and my knowledge to grow in him. You got it all turned around. You got it turned around like the devil's having. Uh-uh, you ain't read his word yet. He said, if you will endure and you will overcome, I'll wipe away the sorrow. I'll take away your tears. I'll take away death. There'll be no more pain. Come on, church. Somebody will rejoice over the reward that's coming. The more they seen Israel grow, Verse 13 said, they worked them without mercy. Do you know that devil don't have no mercy on us? You know, but God, that devil go, hold on, I'll back off a minute. That devil ain't backed off none. Guess what? He ain't going to back off. You know why? Because he knows he has a short time. And some of you don't even know that. My God, get your face up. Put a smile on your face. It wasn't God told you to eat all that food and get that bad. It 
wasn't God told you to buy all that stuff and get all that debt. It wasn't God told you to watch that stuff on the phone and get all that kind of spiritual battle. It wasn't God told you to start doing all that stuff. Now you got a habit that's fighting against. It wasn't God. So when all the pressures of hell breaks loose, it ain't God. It's the devil trying to wear you out, trying to call. As a preacher for 38 years here, pastor, I've learned I watched some sitting crowd. You don't bother me no more. Because I do know that I preached to some in the past that did not listen to it and paid for it. This is, say the more. They made Israel's life bitter, the Bible said. Bitter. How many of those the devil can make our life bitter? Yet God's word predestined for us would only come to pass if we overcome. Genesis 15, 14 said, and afterwards shall they come out with great substance. God has predestined the reward for the church. And he's predestined the outcome of those who don't come out of Egypt. God sends Moses, Aaron, let me get through this quick, to lead them out. The plan was you go there and you tell them. They got to go find a lamb of a year old, a goat, a year old. On the 14th day of that month, they are to kill that lamb, that goat. And if, if their family's not large enough, get a neighbor's family to come in. You roast, that, roast it with fire. Have your garments on. Staff in your hand, your shoes on. And I want you to eat everything in it. And what's left in the morning... Burn it with fire. No, burn it with the other. Because at nighttime, the death angel is going to come by. You see, for Israel to escape and receive the reward that was predestined to them, a land that flowed with milk and honey, they had to follow God's plan. God said, You'll leave Egypt. Yet he gave them a predestined word they would leave if they'd done what he said. Now I want to go to Exodus 14, 11, and 12. I'm getting there. I'm getting to, I'm getting to, the, to the crumbs of the pie now. Hold on. Exodus 14, 11, and 12. From that moment, God led, led them out of Egypt. They had adversities, trials, temptation along the way. Even some at different challenge facing adversities, wanted to go back to Egypt. They wouldn't even go back. Everybody say go back. Can you believe after God brought them out, they wanted to go back? And the Bible said, and they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, they said to Moses, at the Red Sea, come on folks, wake up and listen. God brought them out, miraculous deliverance. Get, oh, jeez. Get this. They had bags of silver and gold that the Egyptians give them. They go up and knock on the door. I want all your gold and silver. They didn't hold no gun. They didn't hold no knife to their throat. God was pressing on them to give it to them. Oh, I got a thought. If you live for God, God can impress the world so strong, they'll give to you. Get this. 
get, get, get this, get this. And they said to Moses, hey, hey, I, I, God, I don't want to be fighting with a bunch of whiny bag quitters. I said this morning, who's Ann Lee? Come here, Ann Lee. Ann Lee's got her papaw spirit. She don't like being second. She wants to be first. Am I right, Mom, Dad? She ain't going to lose. And if you on her team don't like winning, she don't want you on her team. She's learning to ride. Next, she's learning to rope. They're going to learn to rope. Yeah, okay, I got a cowgirl. She got, yesterday she riding a new horse. She kept whooping his tail, wanting to run all the time. Her and Taylor, Brother Jody, and them, the daughter, they rode the half of them horses yesterday. She rode and rode and rode, and horse got still and tired. She started, got a piece of leather, started whooping his tail. No, he just bucked her off his head. She hit the ground, brushed the dirt off her face. Dad said, get back on it. She climbed back on it and rode it again. Thank you, baby. She's not a quitter. You take little little Drew. Who's little Drew? He's asleep. Little Drew. Little bitty midget. Let me tell you his attitude. We were in a truck going to a Mexican restaurant yesterday. We've been roping. He said, Papa, we got out of this truck. I'm just whip your tail. I said, All right, buddy, you step out, we'll get it on. He went to his daddy a few weeks ago. He said, Dad. When I grow up, I'm just whip you all this place. He's got a fight in him. I beat some of you talking to the devil. In his eyes, he's big enough who he is. He's big enough who he is. Come on. I said he's big enough who he is. Some of you need to you need to talk like Taylor did the other day. Brother Jolly, the girls down here, hey, the girls are all gonna be cowgirls. She's sitting over on a horse, and Ann Lee was up here as she running ahead. She, she was running the mouth, jabbing, and Wiley's down there trying to punch cows up, and he's just trying to tell him what to do. She told him, said, Hey, 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 Wiley, you keep your nose down there, and Ann Lee, you keep your nose to yourself right there, and it'd be good. What some of you need to do is tell the devil, you keep your nose over there. Come on, folks. You need to talk like a child. You keep your nose over there. I'll stay over here. Come on, church. Sister Wilbanks, come. Let me hurry. I'm going to finish the close. Revelation 27. Say, Say an overcomer. I want you to listen to the predestinated word for an overcomer. Are y'all ready? Yeah, some of y'all get me so excited. Yeah. I have to do this. I get your attention. See, the only thing you remember when I say something bad, you'll tell it for 10 years. If I got up and talked dirty for an hour, y'all, y'all, y'all you get on Facebook. You know what our preacher did today? Listen to the predestined word. You ready? And when the thousand years are expired, let's talk about 
Gog and Magog. Satan will be loosed out of his prison. I think this is. Go to the next verse. Wrong chapter. Whoa. Go back. Go back, sis. And they went up. The breath of the earth could pass the city of the saints about. And beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And the devil that deceived them. You ready? The, the devil that deceived them. Y'all listen. Was cast in the lake of fire and brimstone. Where the peace, beast, and the false prophets are. And they shall be tormented. All of you, all on all of you cats that like to sneak around and sin, you think you're going to get away with sinning? You think, oh, I'm, I'm cool, and man, I'm, God's going to love me, and, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. This is the great white throne judgment. The books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of the, those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And the death and hell delivered them up out dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast. Look at this. Whosoever, everybody pay attention. Whosoever was not found written in the book of life were cast into the lake of fire. Lake of fire. That's a predestined word. Go to Revelation 21. Now, you ready, saints of God, for what you got coming? Are y'all ready? Need a little reading. I might stop. Are y'all ready? I don't know if y'all are or not. John said, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Woo! And the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. And there'll be no more sea on it. And I, John, saw a holy city. New Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven. Prepared as the church. Prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Woo! And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Look at this. You ready? You ready? God says, somebody shout, God said. God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. There will be no more death, sorrow, crying, neither shall there be any pain. For the former things are passed away. And, 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 hold right there. Don't, don't move that. Some said, I don't know what I'm going to do if I, if I die my kids are lost. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do if, my, my, if I die my kids are lost. I'll never remember it no more. And he that sat upon the throne said. So the pastor, I'm about to have a fit. I will make all things new. And he said unto me, right, for these words are true. And they're faithful. 
He predestined this. He said unto me, it's done. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end. I will give unto him. I will give unto him. I will give unto him. That is a thirst. You are thirsty of the fountain of the water of life freely. I'll give it to you freely. He that overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God. He shall be my son. Now, you ready? Are y'all ready? Remember, this is predestined. But the fearful, the unbelieving, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, are y'all listening? The idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. It's coming. And there came unto me, oh, I'm getting there. One of the seven angels which had the seven vials, uh, seven past plagues, and talked with me and said, Come hither, I'm going to show you something, John. And I will show thee the bride. I'm going to show you the church, the Lamb's wife. <laughs> you ready? Carried me away in the spirit of the great and high mountain. He showed me a great city, a holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. You know what that city is? It's a city of people. Having the glory of God and her, which is the church. Her. Her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like jasper stone, clear as crystal. Are y'all ready? Oh, hey, 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 y'all, no, listen. This is where we're going. I'm sorry, some of you hooked on this world. You love this world so much. I know this ain't tickling your, your fancy. I, I know, I know it ain't tickling your fancy because you think I, I I got plenty of time. I can do, you know, I can. Mm. And here's where the overcomers. You ready? You ready? You ready? And he said, and this place had a wall great and high. Twelve gates and gates, twelve angels, and names were on which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. Each name of the tribe of Israel be on those gates. On the east three gates, on the north gates, and the south three gates, on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations. In them the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And he that talked with me, John said, had a golden reed and measured the city. And the city therefore in the wall there, he measured it. And the city length four square and the length of the of the great large and beneath, and he measured the city with a reed into 12,000 furlongs. And the length and the breadth of the height of it are equal. This must not exciting you. He measured the wall thereof, 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. I wasn't going to read all this the other day, and the Lord just said, they don't read it, so you read it for them. And the building of the wall of it was jasper, walls of heaven, jasper. Some of you don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. This is, describes the picture of heaven. You, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, that's my fault. What do you read? This is the angel showing John the picture of heaven.
I told a preacher the other day, but God is talking about our church. I said, y'all don't, even know, y'all don't even know what ABCs are. You're so shallow in the word. I said, it's pathetic. Oh, you, I said, I've watched some of your stuff on Facebook. I said, my grandkids preach prayer better than you can. And that's the truth. Just because you go sit in a building, sit in a pew, and sign your name don't mean you saved. And the building of the wall of it was jasper in the city was pure gold like the clear glass. This is heaven. The foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all matter of precious stones. The first found was jasper, second, sapphire, and third, uh-huh, uh-huh, fourth emerald. Uh-huh, 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 go to the next one. And the 12, 12 gates of the 12 pearls or ever several gate was one pearl. Streets of the city were pure gold. As it was transparent glass. No sandals, no shoes, Ma Garrett. No arthritis. Skin as pure as baby skin. Hair as beautiful as angels' hair. A body as perfect as can get, like Jesus. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. You ready? (laughs) Brother Roy, in the city, had no need for sun. Neither did need no moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. This is heaven. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, the keys of the earth, to bring their glory and honor into it. You know what makes me get up every day, makes me fight hell, and makes me want to overcome? And the gates of it shall not be shut. At all. By day. For there shall be no. Darkness will never rule us no more. And they bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. You ready? And there, listen to me. Listen to my spirit. Listen to this. Listen to this. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth. No disease will enter there. There will be no more heart problems. Arthritis. Diabetes. Glaucoma. Deafness. Lameness. Come on, folks. Neither whatsoever worketh abomination. Or maketh a lie. But they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Oh. I. Will be an overcomer. Stand to your feet.
Let me hurry. God's predestination. Come on. Haman's heard something from his word. I know, and I say this kindly in respect, you may have not read your Bible this far. You may not even know what I was talking about. But what I just got through reading was a picture of heaven. So my question is, I got a problem. What's your problem allowing elements of this world and sin to look greater than that? Are you paying attention? Tell me, how can that thing, that habit, that spirit, how can it look better than what I read? And can I tell you, I don't care what your words are. I don't care what you say out of your mouth. I don't care your explanation. If it don't match the Bible, it ain't worth nothing. Let me tell you something. Sin will not enter there. And God ain't going to pat you on the wrist and say, I understand. He said to the overcomers. So am I feeling sorry for you? Got a struggle? No, I don't feel sorry for you. Because he predestined the word that said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And he said, with Christ, I can do all things. So if you got a revelation this morning, God opened your eyes about something. And God showed you in his word, ho, 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 wait a minute. I, I, I'm the one in control of this predestination. And I'm going to make it. I'm going to overcome. Because I want to make it to that place. I want to go there. And guess what? God said, you're going to make it, and I'm going to give you this if you'll come out of Egypt and stay out of Egypt. Why don't you step out of your pew and closing? If God showed you his word, oh, wait a minute. There's, there's, there's more waiting on me better than I have right here. There, oh, my God, there's more for me than I have right here. He loves you, saints. He predestined that promise for you. Come on. Come on. Come on up here. And I say it kindly again in respect. You may, you may have not have saw it. You may have not have read it. You may have not have understood it. Come on. Everybody's welcome. You may have not knew it was there. But come on. God predestined this reward for me and you. He predestined it. Come on. Come on. Ain't God good? Heaven. Everybody say heaven. Anybody ever thought about heaven lately? <laughs> I thought about heaven a lot lately. Sister Patterson, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more heartache. But there, there's this thing in church everywhere and in people's lives. God, you know, even if I live in sin, God loves, He loves you, but that sin ain't going into heaven. And if you die and you come here and I know how you live, you better look at this man. I ain't preaching you into heaven. 
You better hear me now unless you want to get somebody else. You better tell them. Because if I know how you live, oh, bless their heart. They were good. And they're in heaven. I get tired of hearing that stuff. Everybody don't make it. The Word's going to judge us here and there. So how many thanks God for His predestinated Word? If I hang on and I overcome, I'm going to receive that reward. Come on, let's rejoice with Him and thank Him. He loves you. He loves you. He said, I'll never forsake you and I'll never leave you. I never will. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. He loves you today. Why don't you lift your hand and thank Him for, for that promise, God, if I overcome, this is what I'll inherit. Thank you for reminding me, God. Thank you, God, for reminding me of your promise. Thank you, Lord. If I overcome, if I come out and I stay out, thank you, Lord, for heaven. Come on, thank you, men of God. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life, until next time, God bless you.